Welcome to the Epic Woman Podcast, where women who dare to dream big learn how to turn their epic dreams into reality. I'm your host, Heather Paduska, founder of the Wealthy Brand Academy, where I teach women entrepreneurs how to create authentic, polished, and profitable brands so they can make more money and make their own unique mark in the world. If you're a woman who's been looking for a community that celebrates feminine leadership and makes no apologies for living life in style, you are in the right place. Ladies, this is our time. Now let's make it epic. Hey there, I am so happy to have you here today and to share this time and space together. I'm really excited about my special guest too. Jen Ailey is a friend and I've known her for several years. And not only is Jen an awesome human being, she's also an incredible entrepreneur who specializes in helping creative entrepreneurs get comfortable with their numbers, embrace money, and understand how to market themselves effectively using their own unique talents. And we have such a great conversation around how a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck trying to squeeze themselves into one right way to market their business. And that is just not the case. It does not have to be that way. So we have a really great conversation around that. So if you are an entrepreneur or a creative entrepreneur um, and you want to really understand how to market yourself in a more organic way, something that feels good to you, you're going to want to stay tuned. Also, I have a really, really exciting announcement. I am launching my new signature program in January of 2022, and I could not be more thrilled. This program is a unique hybrid hybrid program that is half brand and business building strategy and half performance training academy. So if you're an entrepreneur and you have been in business a while, you know that you're good at what you do, you have a track record of success with your clients, but you are still not breaking through and getting the recognition that you need and want in your industry as a leader, if you are not being seen as your ideal clients as a recognizable brand, if you are somebody who has been doing one-on-one programs and maybe group programs, but you are still not scaling your business and want to understand how to make more profit, impact more people without exponentially increasing your efforts, this is for you. And if you're an entrepreneur who wants to be a speaker, who wants to be dynamic and magnetic on stage or in front of the camera or on your reels or on your TikToks or on your podcasts and really understand how to perform like a pro, then this is definitely for you. If you've known me for a hot second, you know that I am an operatic soprano and I have been performing my entire life. I live and breathe performing. If you put a mic in front of me or put me in front of my camera or put me on stage, I am in my sweet spot and comfort zone. And I know that is not the case for a lot of people. And I see a need out there for entrepreneurs who have so much to offer, but it's not really being communicated in the most powerful way. And that's keeping them hidden from the people that could really use their services. So if that's you and you want to break out of your box and be seen as a unique leader and make money being yourself and really stand out and understand how to shine in the spotlight, then this is for you. If it's something that sounds interesting to you and you want to know more, all you need to do is email me directly at heather at clearvoicebranding.com. 
and in the subject subject line put icon, I-C-O-N. Or if Instagram is your jammy jam, you can um, DM me there and put icon in the DM there. So I know that you are also responding specifically to find out more about the mastermind. So I cannot wait if this is something you're interested in talking about. I am so excited about it. I just uh, I cannot wait to dig in and help people. So if that's you, let's chat. And um, no matter what you decide, I hope you hang on for the rest of the podcast interview because Jen is amazing and I can't wait for you to meet her. Okay, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I am super excited to be back in the studio and recording more podcasts to bring you special guests, information, and tips to help you create an iconic brand, grow your audience, and make more money. And I'm so excited to have my special guest here today, Jen Ailey. Jen Ailey is a friend, and she is also a rock star who serves as a bridge to the finance and business world for creatives and holistic entrepreneurs. Jen started her first of seven businesses in 2003 and has learned a lot, both the hard way and the fun way. Um, She's filed for bankruptcy and has had more than tripled her income within three years. As a coach and a facilitator, Jen empowers creative and holistic entrepreneurs in money and in business. And since 2003, she is a certified coach through both Martha Beck and Your Best Year Yet. Her TEDx talk, Harness Creativity as Your Greatest Business Asset, was among the top 10% of TEDx talks to be chosen for TED.com. What a rock star, Jen. Thank you so much for coming. My pleasure. I love hanging out with you. Yeah, me too. We got good energy going on here. And I'm really excited. We were going back and forth about what specifically to call this episode, and you were talking about getting out of your comfort zone. And I was like, okay, let's call it reaching your money zone, reaching the money zone. And you're like, no, it has to be how to reach your money zone. And I loved that correction that you made. And I'm so excited about your approach to how you see money and creativity and finance because it is so unique for creative minds. And creative minds, I mean, we're all creative to some degree, but creative minds, they, they work in a really, really special way. So can you, can you talk to us a little bit about your journey and how you've gone from seven businesses and being a business owner to really honing in and focusing on helping creatives and holistic entrepreneurs wrap their brains around this whole money thing so that they can reach their own money zone. Right. Yeah. So So I started out uh, as a life coach in 2003 after my Martha Beck training, and I was completely oblivious to business and um, I barely even like balanced my own checkbook at the time. And uh, I, I basically went into tons of debt trying to grow a business without any business skills or any like, I mean, just like fly by the seat of my pants, stubborn, you know, and just going for it. And I ended up um, going into tons of debt and eventually filing bankruptcy because of that. And I, uh, years later, this is the very short story uh, version of this. Uh, years later, I started, I wanted to start another business. And after years of teaching, I went back to teaching English and I taught in Hawaii for a long time in California. Uh, not a long time, like a few years. And then I burned out on teaching. And I, I started a jewelry business, a jewelry design business based on gemstones here in Asheville about nine years ago. 
And when I started this business, I was like, okay, I have to do this differently. So I had to, I knew I had to have a different approach to business that was really, really owning the aspects of business that had previously resisted. And I had taken some business training in California with this really amazing company called Thrive, um, who, which is the name of, your, name of your show too, which is a great name. And um, they helped me see business in a different way because they were specifically coaching holistic practitioners. And so that helped, that was the beginning of my journey to figure out, okay, how do I, how can I see these things differently? How can I see marketing differently? How can I see sales differently? How can I see money differently? And, um, and then I just learned a ton and hired tons of people and got tons of support for marketing and for money and just learn what I need to learn to fully be in the game on all pages instead of just in the dark and just showing up for like, you know, what would be 40% of my business, which is the business itself, the production part of the actual business. So I just really got support where I knew I needed it. And I, I used no credit cards this time. So I did no debt for this next business, which was saying a lot because I was completely bootstrapping it from nothing. Um, so, uh, and it was, it was amazing. It was hard as hell at times, but it was really amazing to, to just really go through that and create that business which I had for about nine years. And I just sold the assets of that business last year. So I could do coaching full time. Cause yeah. what I found was that in these artist communities, there was this conversation about, you know, just like the whole starving artist mentality. And uh, it just triggered the crap out of me. And I heard from the mentors before the thing that pisses you off the most is the thing that is your passion is your purpose. And so I was like, okay, I want to help people who have beautiful things to offer the world, whether it be art or healing or craft or coaching or whatever it is, to be able to really own the business part and own the finance part and get the mindset that works for them with their values so they can fully step into those things instead of resisting them because you won't get to where you can have flow in your business and your finances unless you really face and embrace those aspects of your business. That's such an amazing story. And I love that you were in business in this latest iteration of your jewelry business for nine years. It wasn't like, oh, I tried this for two or three years and bailed. Like you had it for nine years and you sold it and you had assets from it that helped you launch your new coaching programs. So one of the things I wanted to ask you is what was it that you, um, when you talked about resisting the marketing and the finance piece, how was it that you were viewing marketing and money before you were like, I'm going to figure this out? What was like the big, hairy, scary monster in the room? What did that look like to you? The hairiest and scariest was the money. Um, and so the, the way I would approach it was using my credit cards to live um, in California, in the Bay Area, <laughs> which is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't cheap. And then, um, and then I, I would, I would do my bookkeeping. Actually, I wouldn't even, I would have somebody else do my bookkeeping from the previous year in like February, March before tax season the following year. So I was completely in the, in the dark around how much I was making, what I was spending, how I was spending it. Like I wasn't making conscious choices based on clarity and, you know, you know, anything real. Yeah. So my question is like, what was it about looking at that that felt scary to you? Yeah, so I talk about this in my TED Talk, how I had an aversion to numbers because I had trauma from math class in school. 
So I, the beginning. yeah, from the very beginning. Yeah. So I, I yeah. definitely didn't feel confident in the areas of business and marketing and, and, and just money in general, because I felt like those areas were not me. I didn't identify as somebody who was good at those things or wanted to even deal with, them. I didn't respect them, honestly. Um, so I didn't respect them enough to give them time. I just wanted to be like, no, it's not important. This is more important. And so I just blew it off, you know, and, and I didn't have any marketing and, and sales skills at all. I just, you know, I made flyers and stuff, which were well, like, really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is part of attraction, like client attraction is design as well. <laughs> I think what you said is so important. And I think it happens. I hate to say, this, but I think it happens to women more than men that around numbers and around math, that you're not good at it. And you're kind of, you're not necessarily encouraged to push your way through it, to really learn it. But what is so disheartening is that um, money and marketing and sales, the math, the you know arithmetic around it is not advanced calculus. No. And no. I think that we get it in our heads that this is numbers, this is math. And that's not, I mean, when you get in business, that's really a small part of what that is all about. And I think a lot of people carry that stigma about not being good with numbers when they start, especially creatives. So how did you, so like, tell us a little bit more of like how you started to transition your thinking. Yeah. I'm going to talk about two things first, because what you just said, so I just read a thing about this brilliant young woman who was talking about her whole life. Actually, she's in her fifties now, but she goes through her whole life and all these different times in her life where she was put into a box, where she was sexually harassed in some way, where she was belittled. And one of those ways was by hearing the words, girls are not good at math. So it's like, you know, where does this even, it doesn't even matter where it comes from. All that matters is that we take the reins and we actually empower ourselves to learn these skills. Cause it's, I mean, you don't even have to add Cause you can just put it in a spreadsheet, which you can look at a, you can look at a video on YouTube for five minutes, learn how to do basic Excel formulas and then plug, plug the numbers into a spreadsheet and boom, it's done for you or your calculator on your phone, you know? And the thing for me was that I thought taxes and I thought all these numbers things, I thought there was going to be like a right answer to everything. Mm-hmm. And there was going to be this right and wrong. And there's freaking not, you know, how many different ways people do taxes, people do taxes. It's insane. Like I know somebody who writes off their freaking dogs as security, you know, (laughs) their business from home. And they've been doing it for decades and their husband's an accountant. Oh, you say, what do they sell? What did she sell? (laughs) So it's like, I, I just, it it helped me to learn to get deeper into these things, help me feel more free to yeah. be expressive and creative. And one of the things I do with people is I help, I use money and numbers as a visioning tool for people. So instead of just like this right or wrong, black or white thing, black, white, red, even thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, I help people like take their vision and I help them deepen their connection to their vision to understand their why. And then when they have that, why I help them create, create the vision for their numbers what their numbers look like to support that why and the kinds of freedom they want in their life Mm -hmm. 
so so that really is like so it's like it's a visioning tool it's like and the thing is like you know the whole einstein quote like you know your imagination is a preview of coming attractions or something like that mm-hmm. um I, you know when people are like not sure what they want to do i'm like just play with it like take some be be open to playing with numbers like you know look and see what your ideal budget would be look and see what your ideal income would be like what are those sources how much is coming from each and then you back up and you figure out how do you make that happen so money is this and numbers are this amazing tool to access your vision deeper to tune into what you want why you want it and then how to make it happen so what would you say to the person i love that by the way i love like I hesitate to say to be creative with your numbers because that has a very bad connotation. That's not what I mean. But I love the idea of showing more possibilities around how to think about numbers and think about sales. And, 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 and you can be creative with them too, because, you know, I tell you what, the, the brokest I've been in my life or the times where I got the most creative with numbers <laughs> because I had to figure out how to make it work, you know? Yeah. So those management skills are helping me when I do have money and I am managing money on a whole different level. That's not from like, how do I survive, but how do I thrive? Yeah. So how would, how would you, if someone's listening and they're like, this is great. You've got to figure it out. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'd love to do that. And I'm just like, when I think about numbers, even the thinking about when, when you say the word budget, my, I get constricted or thinking about how much I want to make in backwards engineering to like what I, that just even seems overwhelming to me. Like how, what would you say to somebody who's even the idea of really dialing in like that makes them triggered? How can we move past that to embrace this? They have to start super, super small, like super, super, super small, like whatever the smallest thing is, like make a list of all the different things they could do. Like, I mean, a micro steps. And then pick one at a time. What's the, give me an example of a micro step. Looking at your bank statement. Mm. Um, you know, watching the YouTube video about how to use Excel. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting on my email list to learn about money mindset stuff. Super easy, low risk, you know. And, yeah. you know, um, if you could get therapy to, to like figure out how to move through your money trauma, basically, that's what that is. It's like, that resistance, that fear, that, that, that is trauma, you know, and I've been clearing that out of my body around money for decades, you know, and I, I still get triggered sometimes. And if I see something in the mail that I think, cause I used to have so much credit card debt and I've got all these, you know, messages like from, they're going to, you know, it was just like this war. It felt like with my credit card companies for years until I filed bankruptcy. And so, um, so I would, I would still get, if I get an email or not, get, not email, but a, like a thing from the IRS, like, <gasps> like I have this panic for a second and I'm like, it's okay. Just open the envelopes. Not a big deal. It's not, you know, cause everything's in integrity. So it's like, and, and knowing, and then, you know, it's just like this gradual, like feel it to heal it, let it go, you know, call my nervous system mm-hmm. and then take action. That's supporting what I want to create and focusing more on my creation than I am on my, on my fear. I love that. Take action that supports what I want to create. That's really powerful. I love that. And I also um, love what you were saying about um, when you open the credit card bill or the, the letter from the IRS, your uh, uh, nervous system is immediately triggered. So getting your nervous system, 
because when you're in that state, it's very hard. I think when you're triggered, whatever it is, if you're triggered about money or anything else in your life, when you're in that state to be a creative problem solver, when your nervous system is out of whack. So like bringing that down as well. And the other thing that I liked about what you said was um, it's an old story. So maybe 10 years ago, you would not have been able to figure out how to be creative in terms of the money solution, but you've grown, but that money story is still rambling around in your system. And to, instead of like making it a story of just being like, okay, here, this is, I'm opening this letter. This is what the information is. And now what? I love that. Yeah. And knowing that I have support in my life and I can create support if I did get audited or something happened and you know, not I don't want that, but like if something like that did happen, I could, I, I am taken care of. Like I have structure in place in my life that I have support for that because I've been in integrity with those things, you know? And when I hadn't been, when I was, was, did the, oh, the IRS money or I did owe credit cards, whatever, then, um, it was like, it was just like, I totally was resisting it and fighting it. And the resistance just like led me down, you know? And one thing I, I learned about the nervous system and our mind is that anxiety and curiosity can't live in the same place at the same time. Ooh, that's, that's So if you can take anxiety and you make it curiosity, then you've already stepped up a level with your mindset. Wow. That's really cool. I love that. That's so cool. I, I, I heard a story about that once too, of like, when you see a situation and you're looking at it from your perspective, that is what you see. That's your reality. That's your story. That's your nervous system. But what if you could just for a moment step around to the other side of the scene or the stage and just, just for a moment, suspend your own story and look at what else is possible. I love that. Yes. And I just heard this thing by Brene Brown on her interview with Charles Duhigg that said, um, uh, in her Dare to Lead podcast, that said that when people are not able to implement skill sets around communication or whatever it is that they're trying to do and they have a block around it, that it's because that there's a narrative, there's a story that's saying something to them that's stopping them. And so another, another way to look at this is like, what, what is the, what is the, the noise, the voice, the story you have about you or your identity that's telling you that you're not good at money or you're not good at technology or you're not a marketer. Like, what are these, these are all limiting beliefs. These are just stories that you've been telling yourself for whatever reason, based on something in the past, that's not really present because you are a capable being, you can grow you can step outside your comfort zone and learn new skills. That's all your, something that your outside your comfort zone is. And that's how you get to the money zone. That's how you get to a place where there's flow in your life is because you're willing to learn and grow and stretch and, and most likely get support in some of those areas that you need support in. So you can strengthen those areas of your life and your business. Yeah. I love that. And um, it made me think of two things. One is the Marie Forleo book. Everything is figure outable. And I, I look at that in my own life and my own business in different ways. When I get stressed about something, I'm like, hold on. If it's possible, if someone else did this, it is possible to figure out. There is a way to figure this out. I don't know what it is right now, but it's not impossible. And it's not like there is some special shroud of, you know, of ignorance that's over my head that I can't do it. It's figure outable. And the other thing is, uh, I'm a really big believer. I mean, you want to be the boss of your business. You want to be the CEO. You want to have your finger on the pulse. 
but I'm not in business to be an accountant. That is not my zone of genius. So definitely I'm all for like, get the support that you need so that you feel like when you, if it's not in your best interest to spend 20 hours on a spreadsheet that you can, can get the support and that will free you up to make money doing the thing that people are actually going to hire. No one's going to hire me to be their accountant. God help the person that even thought of that, but you know, to help them create messaging or a clear brand or whatever. But if I'm crunching numbers over here for 20 hours a week, when I could outsource that, that, you know, so I, I love that you said to get support as well. Yeah. And you know, like when I, when I, so for example, my, when my jewelry business first started, I was like, okay, I know I need help in marketing. That was the first thing I hired. Um, Cause I needed somebody to do my website. I wanted it to be good. And I, I knew I needed help. And the SEO I got done on my website paid off for years. Wow. I had people coming from out of state for classes and like all kinds of, I mean, it was just like, it just kept giving me traffic, you know, for years. And so that investment paid off. And that's one example, you know, um, yeah. and I still invest in marketing and I'm not the expert, fully expert on all the backend techie stuff for marketing or branding, you know? So it's like, I get support for my business and those things. And I teach my clients all about those, about marketing, because I've learned a lot about it over the years, but I still get support and same with, with numbers. Like I have somebody, I always write questions to like how, you know, and, and more than one person even. And I follow a lot of people who are always sharing stuff about those things. Cause the thing is like all that stuff is changing constantly with technology and with the changing world that we have right now. So it's like, it's impossible to keep up. So it's like, it's imperative to have support in the areas that we want to grow and we want to gain more skills. So how, tell us a little bit about how you work with clients and how a client, so if someone's out there listening to this and they're like, well, I think I need help, but I don't know what I need even, how would they, how would they self-identify and be like, yes, I absolutely need to work with Jen. What, what would be the things that they're struggling with right now? Yeah. So uh, there's a few different levels. I have programs and I have private coaching. So the private coaching client is somebody who has a business. They want to go to the next level and they want to be more visible. They want to create more structure in their business. They want more leverage in their business for their time. They want more systems. They want really one-on-one support to make their business go to the next level in a way that's unique to their gifts and their, their vision. And then a person who has some issues with money and they are interested in changing their relationship with money inside and out, that person may be a good fit for my money mastery intensive program, which is a six week program that I teach every few months. That's great. Um, So if someone is feeling like, yeah, I, I resonate with, with Jen's story of, I have some resistance. Like I, I'm really good at what I do. I want to be you know, powerful CEO of my business. I maybe even am actually already making good money, but I just, it, I have this fear around it and I, I need some support. Would that be the right kind of match? It could be fear or it could be clarity and just at a loss about how to make it happen. Like mm. one client just came to me and she's been in business for 30 years. She's kicking butt and taking names in her business and she's overworked and she wants to create more leverage and she wants to be more visible and get her book out. So it's like, that person's great. And when she came to me and she was like, I want to be more visible and I want to get outside my comfort zone. And I was like, you just like said the things I needed here to know that we're fit to work together because that's what it takes. It takes somebody who's ready and willing to do new things 
to stretch out of the comfort zone and to get support. Because what I do for people is like after, you know, almost 20 years in business, you know, learning and growing and, you know, all kinds of businesses, I can offer different insights and opportunities and perspectives and options for people that they haven't seen before mm-hmm. that are specifically curated to what they need and who they are and what they want to create and, and their strengths. Yeah. So I love that. That's where it comes back to your unique path to money. Yeah. Cause a, a lot of times people come to me and they've had experiences with coaches who, who tell them what to do and then they don't do it. And so it's like not a great experience. And that's not what I do. I support people where they are in each moment and support them to go to the next level for themselves. That's really awesome. So what are, what would you say are like one to three of the biggest mistakes that you see creatives make in terms of being, being in the money zone and how they can move past that? I love mistakes. I think mistakes are a great building block for learning. <laughs> so I'll say that one of the things is that people think in black or white thinking, all or nothing. Mm-hmm. They think, okay, if I, if I make this choice, that means this. And they make meaning where there's no meaning. And so the truth is there's no right or wrong answer. And they get to make a choice based on their vision and what supports them the most. And they, cause, cause it's a mistake or it's a choice, you know, like that really stepping into their own choices and trusting their gut and, and having people in their lives that can reflect that back and support them where they are is huge. It's imperative. If you don't have that, I don't know how you're functioning, honestly. Yeah. And that sounds like that's your, that provide that mirror for your clients so that they can really step into that. Yeah. And my community does too. Like there was a person in my money program recently who, uh, he put on the, the group, the, the group, the, the group forum, like she was like, okay, there's this opportunity that I have, but I, it's saying yes to money for not my, that's not business money, but it meant to away from my, my business. And, and she was thinking that there was this, you know, if I say yes to this, that means I'm saying no to my business and I'm betraying my vision or myself. Wow, that's heavy. Yeah, I know. And I was like, that's, a, that's puts a lot of pressure on you. And I was like, well, there's no right or wrong. You have to go with your gut. And it was really about how much you need that money right now. Cause like, if you do need that money right now, then you're choosing to support your business because you're taking care of yourself financially by saying yes to something. Exactly. And if you, if you choose not to do it, it's because you're going to create an income generation plan to get your shit in gear with your business so that you can generate more income and, and keep that going. You know, you keep, cause, cause that's what people are lacking a lot of times. They don't have a plan to make money and they, mm-hmm. and they're wanting harvest from something they haven't nurtured. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love no right or wrong. And it's, it's about choices and looking at the situation that you're in. And I, that was such great. See somebody who's been in business for 20 years would be, have that, that viewpoint versus like maybe someone who's not a season. So if somebody does want to find out more about working with you, um, how to get on your, your mailing list so they can, you know, take those baby steps, or maybe they're ready to just dive in and they're like, yeah, show me, show me the money, baby. How did they, how did they find <laughs> My website, J-E-N-A-L-Y-Coaching.com, JenAileyCoaching.com uh, is my website. And if you do backslash gifts, you can access uh, a free gift, which is my money makeover kit, which includes three really valuable things that will help you have an instant money makeover. I love that. The money makeover kit, an instant, instant money makeover. That is great. So JenAileyCoaching.com backslash JenAileyCoaching.com. Oh, sorry, JenAileyCoaching.com backslash gifts. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for coming. And you, I mean, you are using all of your talent, all of your history, your story, your expertise. And we did not have the time to go into this in the last 30 minutes, but Jen is one of the most educated people that I've ever met in terms of learnings, certifications, special trainings, in all areas of money, mindset, creativity in her craft, but also deep levels of coaching, of life coaching, um, really spirituality, the whole enchilada. So like in terms of a master, Jen has definitely paid her dues. I would highly suggest that you go check her out, follow her on the socials and grab your money makeover kit. That sounds amazing. Thank you so much. This is so fun, Heather. Oh, I'm so glad that you were here. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining us. And until next time, here's to hitting all your high notes. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate you being here and spending this time together. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we would so appreciate it if you subscribed and really appreciate it if you'd write a review for us on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really helps us to build our audience. And if you know anybody you think would like the show, if you've got a girlfriend that just you know needs to hear this message, please share it on out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you hang out. And be sure to tag me or any guest so we're sure to see your comments and we can respond. I love hearing from you. If you'd like to know more about me or how you can create a profitable brand, you can find my website at heatherpaduska.com or hit me up on social. I'm Heather Paduska everywhere you look. And remember, ladies, This is our time and this is the place. Until next time, here's to hitting all your high notes. Take care. Bye-bye.